it! Let's find Waldo! With Mark Dowling! Ladies and gentlemen, Mark Dowling! Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Let's Find Waldo with Mark Dowling. I'm Mark Dowling, and this is Let's Find Waldo with Mark Dowling. I've, uh, I've been listening to the show since I was a little kid, and I can't believe that I'm up here hosting tonight. I took the subway here. Mr. Dowling, and... Mr. Dowling. Oh, we got an audience question. Yeah, uh, I I was just wondering, um, what's Waldo like in real life? Oh, he's actually a, a really nice guy, super generous with his time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like working with him a lot. As I was saying, I was taking the subway here. Mark, and, uh, Mark, uh, yeah. stage left. Uh, I just wanted to know where you come up with all your goofs and your bits. <laughs> Well, the goofs kind of just come to me, and the bits are really just an evolution of those goofs. All right, uh, no more questions. I this so I so I was on the subway, and there was this guy on the subway. I am a robot from the future. You're a time traveling robot. Yes, that is correct. Don't do the subway joke. What? Why? It will bomb. It's gonna bomb. I thought it was pretty good. It is, but not for this audience. So I should just start the show? Yes, start the show. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a great show for you. Waldo is here, and we're going to be looking for him at a campsite. So stick around, and we'll be right back after this. Welcome back. We are, of course, referencing the Where's Waldo 30th Anniversary Edition book, ISBN number 978-0-7636-9579-8. And I'm seeing here right above where that number is written on the back of the book, the U.S. price for this book is $7.99. Canadian price for this book, get this, $10.99. Interesting. Waldo is lost at a campsite today, and he left us a little message. Wake up, Waldo friends! Have you ever seen mermaids in a canal or flowers painted all over a tent or a line of hikers winding along the country lanes? I have. Today. It was just amazing. Well, thank you so much for that message, Waldo. This really does look like a beautiful place to go camping. Even though it isn't your typical wooded area where you would expect to go, this is maybe more of a park and people are maybe doing what you would call glamping, which is a portmanteau of the words glamorous and camping. I would venture to guess that a lot of the people here today don't live too far away from this location. I'm worried mostly that there's a bit of a class system here because there are two lots separated by a man-made river, and on one side is a lot filled with Winnebago's and other brands of expensive camper trailers and the other side of the river is just tents you know typical cloth tents that you could buy at any sporting goods store or outdoor store you know models 
Dick's Sports Authority, maybe even Home Depot and Lowe's probably. But you can also make your own. It's If you have a set of poles, it's really just a big sheet of fabric that's stretched over poles. There is a bridge in the middle of the river that has a lot of foot traffic on it. So that leads me to believe that everybody is sort of mingling together. They're going back and forth, visiting each other's tents and Winnebago's. And they're all just treating each other equally, which is what you'd love to see. Equality is the cornerstone of any civilization. And we should have equal pay and... Uh, women should have the right to choose. There's no reason that a conservative in a government building needs to tell a woman what to do with her body. And uh, everyone should have access to, to health insurance and it shouldn't be tied to somebody's job. And we need to defund the police and revise the entire constitution. Prisoners need to be able to vote. Prisoners convicted of nonviolent crimes need to be released from prison. Uh, climate change is so important. Green New Deal... Bernie is God. I'm a socialist. At the top of the page, there is this beautiful vista of these rolling green hills. And there are different sections that are separated by very well-maintained shrubs. So in the section to the right of the page, there's a bull chasing two men, one wearing a red shirt, one wearing a yellow shirt. And I know that bulls are attracted to the color red, but according to this depiction, they're equally attracted to the color yellow, because these two men are running in tandem, and they're fearing for their lives, so I hope that they're able to get away safely. But even more so, I hope that they're able to keep that bull away from entering the campgrounds, because they're way off in the distance. Maybe take one for the team and get gored. That's like a morality question. Would you get gored by a bull to save the lives of a couple dozen people. Ponder that thought and then email me at aol.edu. I went to AOL University, majored in dial-up. On the lot to the left of those guys, there's a scarecrow wearing a, a, a yellow raincoat and a gray hat, and he's surrounded by crows. So not really doing a great job of scaring them, and maybe this is why about 10 yards away there's a man holding a rifle getting ready to maybe put that scarecrow out of its misery. It's not serving its purpose, so there's no reason to keep it around. I don't agree with it, but I understand the, the thought process behind that. Moving down, there's a long path, and this path is the perimeter of that camper trailer section of the campsite. On the left side of this path, there's a race going on. I don't see a finish line anywhere. I don't see a starting line, so I'm not sure where they started, where they'll finish. But just like life, it's the journey that matters. On the right side, there are three cyclists, two of whom are riding normal bicycles. And the third guy is riding one of those old-timey bicycles with the big wheel in front and the small wheel in back. Just below them is the trailer camper section of the camp. There's a man standing outside of his trailer, and he's barbecuing, but he's unaware that the smoke coming from what he's grilling is seeping into somebody else's trailer. And this is a lot of smoke, folks. This is, this is like Smoke Monster from Lost. And the two people inside of that camper are struggling to escape. They can't breathe in there. Uh, they're already halfway out the window, so I think they'll be okay. There are two tourists who are right in front of them, but they can't 
see that this is happening because they're holding up a, a giant map. Remember maps and how hard they were to fold back up? Relatable topic. Not too far from them is a group of Boy Scouts. Most of those Boy Scouts are drinking hot cocoa or coffee out of mugs. And there are four who are trying to start a fire by rubbing sticks together. So maybe they're trying to get their fire badge. Oh, and one has started a fire, so he wins the fire badge. Take me to the river. Now on to the river. There are two guys sitting on the ledge, both fishing. One has caught a boot, classic thing to catch when fishing in a river. And he's actually caught several boots because we see them lined up next to him on that ledge. The guy to his right is fishing for those mermaids that we heard Waldo talk about. Next to them is a, this is, I'm, I don't know what you call this, but I'm calling it a hunk boat because this is a boat with six hunks on it and the ladies are going crazy on either side of this river, on the camper side and on the tent side. They're just surrounding this hunk boat. One woman is fanning herself, a little dramatic, wouldn't you say? Uh, these guys know exactly what they're doing. They're wearing their Speedos and their swim trunks. They got their shirts off. They're flexing. It's totally inappropriate behavior for a family-friendly campsite. Not that I'm a prude, but I'm just saying there's a time and a place. Continuing on the camper side of the river, there's a boy who's dropping a bunch of tacks onto the pathway in front of a man on a bike, and that man is distracted by... One of those, you know, like those Italian boat drivers that have like the big oar and they're rowing the boat. It's one of those. And so that guy was steering the boat with this woman and he's smacking the back of his head onto that bridge and his hat is coming off. He's dropped the oar and the lady in the boat is looking at him like, what are you doing? Like, it's his fault. It's not his fault. He's, he was going backwards. It's her responsibility to tell him that that's behind him. And so now that guy is injured and the guy on the bike is gonna run over those tacks and, and probably fall into the river. Now, I don't know much about cults, but there's a family of four that's standing outside of their trailer and they're all staring up at the sky like they're waiting for some sort of extraterrestrial savior of some sort. It doesn't make any sense. It strikes me as odd, but nobody else seems to notice. Nobody else is doing that. And I just wanna know what they know. Tell me who to pray to. Tell me what to believe in. Somebody save me. Somebody save me. To the left, there's a little soccer match going on and somebody has kicked the ball way too hard. It's gone through the window on one of the trailers. It's shattered that window and is coming out the other end where it is hitting a guy in the back of the head. Nobody is safe in a Waldo scene. There's always danger that's lurking around the corner somewhere. Moving to the tent side of the river, there is a pathway to the far right where there's a group of hikers who are really struggling. One has packed so many things with him that the weight of his backpack has caused him to topple over onto his back. And now he's sort of like a turtle and he's not going to be able to get up as long as he has that strap to him. There's a woman who's struggling to keep hers on and another person is sweating profusely. And these people are just, they're overprepared, which makes them unprepared for hiking. 
Below them is a group of photographers who are getting ready to take a picture of two rabbits, a bird, a frog, and a gopher. Quite a fantastic photo op. And honestly, if you didn't have your camera to take a picture of that cute scene, you would be kicking yourself for the rest of your life. Over the hedges that separate the pathway from the campgrounds are the actual campgrounds where all the tents are. And one of these tents has collapsed onto a guy and all these kids standing around him are pointing and laughing like they're the impractical jokers. They've pulled a prank on this guy. Uh, there's a couple adults in the mix that are not happy with this. And understandably so, you know, they're fed up. There are more kids playing pranks not too far away from this. There's a group of kids who are opening somebody else's tent and there's a guy inside and he's changing. He's only wearing underwear, nothing else. And these kids are pointing and laughing at him. And I'm not sure if he's pulling his pants up or pulling them down. I think it's like a glass half full, half empty sort of situation. You know, it is the dress white and gold or is it blue and black? It's really up for you to decide. Either way, this man is going to be traumatized. He's not going to be able to change into new clothes. Anywhere he goes, he's going to think that kids are going to be barging in and laughing at him. But you know what? Funny is funny, and those kids seem to have their sense of humor nailed down. Towards the bottom of the page, there's that yellow tent painted with flowers, and guess what's inside? It's a family of hippies. Long hair, long beards, playing guitar, just having a good time, minding their own business. And next to them, there's a snooty couple being served wine by their butler. And the juxtaposition of these two different groups being in the same place together is very humorous. Nearby, there's a couple on a picnic date. I don't think they're married. Neither of them are wearing a ring which means this could be a new relationship, a blooming relationship, maybe. What's odd about this is they're drinking what looks like drain cleaner. And I know that the human digestive system sort of looks like pipes, but you're not supposed to drink drain cleaner. What I'm thinking is that they emptied out bottles of Drano, washed them out, and then put wine in there so they could sneak wine into this section of the, the campgrounds. Above them are two guys sitting on lawn chairs, and they both have coffee cups in their hand. And somebody, uh, an older woman, sort of like a, a mod from the Golden Girls, is she's talking to her friend and she's pouring a cup of coffee that she has in her hand on this guy's lap, a hot cup of coffee on his lap. And she doesn't notice. That's what I'm realizing in these Waldo scenes is a lot of people are doing things without noticing the effect that that thing is having on somebody else. Maybe a little social commentary on America. And there's another path to the left over some shrubs. And look at this, Santa Claus is here. So we are graced with the presence of Santa Claus and he's sort of hiding amongst other hikers because they all have their backpacks on filled with stuff and he's got his sack of toys slung over his shoulder so he's kind of incognito he's kind of just trying to be around the people and maybe overhear some christmas wishes maybe do some intel on who's being naughty and nice these kids on this campsite are all being naughty 
So I saved you some time, Santa. Give me my gift early this year. I want an Escalade with 20-inch spinning rims and windows that go all the way down. You know how sometimes the, the back windows on a SUV, they only go like three quarters of the way down? I want this one, to, I want them to go all the way down. We got three peeping Toms. They each have uh, their own binoculars. I'm not sure what they're looking at. There's just a family nearby. This family, oh, wait a second. There's Waldo. Well, we did it again. We found Waldo. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Oh, thank you everybody for listening. It was such a joy. This was the best night of my life. Thank you to Chris Farron for coming up with a new theme song. Thank you to Kurt Brownler for playing Waldo. Kurt can be heard on Bob's Burgers and seen in The Big Sick. He also has a podcast called Bananas. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mark Dowling. Have a good night. I'll see you at the after party. Yeah.